Welcome to the Ambitious Coach Podcast. This is a place where driven, determined coaches learn how to get off the business growth struggle bus and learn how to build a wildly profitable online coaching business. I'm your host, Allison Henderson, corporate dropout to six-figure social media business coach. I'm going to show you how I've been able to create the business of my dreams organically all through utilizing my social media platforms. So pull up a seat, take some notes, and get ready to see your life and bank account transform. Hello, and welcome back, everyone. This interview was one of my faves. I interviewed Peggy James. She is a business and marketing coach for specialists and coaches just like you. I loved hearing her insight on the struggles of being a business owner and how to really stand out in all the noise that is out there in the coaching world. I asked her some questions on what she sees as working and what to be focusing on in the new year. How I met Peggy was actually a couple years ago, we were both invited to join a mommy millionaire mastermind group. It was literally just a group of moms who were running service-based businesses, and we offered peer coaching and feedback to each other on projects that we were working on. It was a wonderful group of moms, and I recently reconnected with Peggy and thought she'd just be an excellent mompreneur to have on this show to share her expertise on business mindset and strategy. If you aren't familiar with Peggy, as I stated earlier, she is a business and marketing coach for specialists and coaches. Her mission is to help women make more money and work less. And she does this by teaching them to structure their business for scalability, streamline everything, and sell their offers with unshakable confidence. She runs a six-figure business on part-time hours while also having time to mom four bio children and bonus children that she welcomes in her home through foster care. Peggy will be the first to tell you that life is not always butterflies and rainbows, but through consistent turns of the dial, intentionality, and continually choosing to trust yourself, you can live a beautiful, fulfilling life and make a lot of money in the process. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Everyone, I'd love for you to welcome Peggy. Welcome, Peggy. Thank you so much for being here today. I'd love for you to tell everyone, who are you? What are you all about? And why did you, be, why did you decide to become a coach? Thanks for having me, Allison. I'm excited to be here. Allison and I were in like this little mommy mastermind years ago, and it's been ages, but it's really cool to reconnect. Um, so my story, um, so I started as a virtual assistant over four years ago and quickly decided that I did not want to do done for you work, but I was actually really good at it and was good at building a business. So once I got to a point where I matched my husband's corporate salary, I decided that I could teach how to do it. So I started my coaching journey, teaching people how to be virtual assistants. Um, and then the passion really grew to helping women simplify. Um, I'm a mother of five under eight. And so the need for simplicity was vital to being able to do what I do and do them both well. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to simplify. And so the the passion kind of grew from like, I can help you start a business. I can help you find clients to, I can help you do both, but in a way where you don't have to like sell your soul to do this. Mm-hmm. You can work 20, 25 hours a week and still make six figures or at the very least, right, we can set you up with that structure so that you can continue to grow without giving more of yourself. So that's what I teach women to do now. Um, it's it's a mix of business structure and marketing, um, but in a way that feels good because there's not a cookie cutter way to build a business. 100%. Um, yep. And so I work with 
coaches and service providers, which have very different structures. But honestly, like a lot of the core is the same, just the marketing techniques are different. The structure is a little bit different, but really at the core of it, it's simplicity, it's clarity, um, consistency, all of the really, the words that you hear all day long, but like, there's a reason why you hear them. Right. Uh, yeah. Consistency is probably like the most overused but underrated thing about business, sure. right? It's like the more you show up, the more just money you're likely to make. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So yeah. tell me, I mean, you've been in this world for many years. What do you feel is like this secret marketing? Like, like I, I just mm. see it all the time where people are like being so bold, really like out there. And like, like, is that like the new way of marketing? Like, I guess, give me a little bit of like the rundown in your mind of like, what's really standing out these days? The loudest voice. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I feel like the people that are naturally extroverted have um, a natural advantage because they like talking. They like people. They're usually the people that don't mind giving, giving a polarizing take. And so they tend to be the loudest voices. I think that is really, really helpful. But I do, <laughs> this is boring, right? But like the consistency, mm-hmm. if you're looking for the long-term success, it's not about being the loudest voice. It's about the voice that stands the test of time. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how you've been in the business for a long time too. And you know, the faces you're like, where'd they go? Right. You're like, you saw them for a while and then like, they're gone. And it actually, it takes so much work to stay in like doing what you're doing. The consistency is huge. But as far as like trending right now, it's like the people that are willing to get uncomfortable. Yeah. People that are willing to like get, put their face on video to have their opinion and to actually put their opinion out there and like own it. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's the people that are willing to push their own edges. Like those are the people that get ahead faster. Mm-hmm. So what about for that introvert right now who's listening? That's like, Ooh. but Peggy, I don't want to talk like that. I don't want to put my face yeah. on video. Like what 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 would you tell her today? <laughs> it's possible to grow your business without your face on video, but it might not be possible to have a six-figure coaching business. You know, yeah. if if you're not willing to build that trust with your audience, right? Yeah. So it's really, I, it really comes down to what matters most to you, right? So if if somebody's like, I really don't want to get on video, but I want to be a multi six figure coach, I would say like, okay, what's more important to you? <laughs> yeah. Why do you think somebody doesn't want to be on video? Um. Oh, there's a lot of layers to that. I mean, a lot of it comes down to just like confidence, how they feel about themselves, getting uncomfortable. I mean, it's not a natural thing to just like to talk to yourself. Right. Just put up a, just not. your I mean, phone to your face. Like, now, like I do yeah. it everywhere, but it's a muscle that you have to, to use and it gets easier with time. And for some people, it gets, it's easy right off the bat. And for others, it takes a lot of time. It's just... It's harder for some people because of personality, past trauma, stuff they haven't worked through. Like there's, just, again, so many layers and you have to be willing to uncover the layers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's a really big part of it, right? If you want to get a video, it's not just about the video. What is it about? Yeah. And so like, you know, it's taken me a while to uncover my own layers and I'm an extrovert, but like, no, I have my own coaches. I have my own therapist, you know, like there's layers that I'm still uncovering and you have to be willing to commit to personal growth just as much as you commit to growing your business. 
mm-hmm. in order to see that success. Yeah. So I guess tell me too, I'd love for your to get your ex expert opinion on this. Like, how do you stand out with all these competitors out there? You don't necessarily focus on them. Good you know, answer. yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Like I'm, I barely spend any time focused on my peers um, because that really honestly messes with my own creativity mm-hmm. because everyone has an opinion and nobody's opinion, unless it's wrong, it's wrong. But like, for the most part, your take on how to grow a business and my take on it, we're probably going to have some differences. You're not wrong. And I'm not wrong. Right. Because there's a lot of nuances and there's a lot of like lived experiences and so if I watch a bunch of stuff that my competitor's doing and I'm like, oh crap, it's the opposite. And then I start doubting my own genius and my own expertise and it just messes with me. So I don't, I don't, I protect myself from that. I protect my energy because it's better for me and it's better for my clients. Mm-hmm. Always willing to learn, but like I pay to learn from my coaches mm-hmm. and I strategically learn. I don't just kind of like, you know, dump that information, but how do you stand out just being yourself, being unapologetic about your method? Yeah. That's exactly so, how I how I preach that too. I'm like, you're gonna stand out because of who you are and how you say it, how you coach it, like your lifestyle. Like yeah. that's that's how people are going to think of you differently is because how you said it or just how, like, I don't know, it could be like how your office is or whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Like people just are attracted to something about you. And I think so many people are trying to like do that carbon copy of like, oh, well they have this, but I'm going to do exactly like how they do it. So I'll be, yeah. I'll be successful. I'm like, they're successful because of who they are and how they come across. Um, so yeah. that's always like pretty much how I, how I pitch it. If you're, um, when people ask me that question, I'm like, just yeah. be you, but also too, like so many people have those under those layers we were talking about of like, I'm afraid to be myself. Mm-hmm. So tell me like when someone comes into your coaching container and they're like, but Peggy, like, what if they don't like me? Mm-hmm. Well, that usually kind of stems back to people pleasing and perfectionism, right? Mm, like yeah. the the fear of being seen is a protection for them. So it's like, what are you protecting yourself from? Yeah. And go, kind of going down the rabbit hole of like, okay, what happens if Sarah judges you? What does that mean? What does that mean for you? What does that mean for your business? And really we kind of start to uncover that doesn't mean anything, right? <laughs> like Sarah's assumed, right? Because it's always so assumed, yes. <laughs> assumed judgment of you doesn't mean a darn thing. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean anything. And so really kind of uncovering those things doesn't take one time, right? But I think once you start to really believe it, that's a big step, but you got to do the thing to get the proof that like nothing bad happened. I'm alive. Nobody sent me hate mail. Mm-hmm. And then you got to do it again. So there's so much action involved in this stuff. It's like, you want to live in your brain. Like you're not going to get anything done. Mm-hmm. That's why people with like the most knowledge, sometimes they don't do anything with it. It's because like, they're not willing to take action mm-hmm. on what they know, you know? Um, so with anything, it's like, if you're stuck on something, take action, do it scared. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. I always tell my clients. 
hundred percent. Like the more that you do things, the more clarity, the more confidence you're just going to get. Yeah. And you're, I also tell my clients this all the time too. Like they're going to judge you. Every single person's going to judge you whether you're successful or not. So mm-hmm. why well not? Successful. Yeah. Might as well just do it being really, really wildly <laughs> successful. Uh, so I usually, and, I, and you said perfectionism, like I don't, I don't know how many times people come into my world and they're like, Allison, like it just, I, I can't, I can't post it unless it looks a certain way, or I have to say it a certain way. Or like, I feel like I'm recording my videos like for an hour, just yeah. to make it perfect. And I know you're a marketer and it's like, what, what's the, what's like that thing that's like, I guess the, like the, I don't want to say secret because it's not really a secret, but like what, like what, what's that girl really going through? The one that like wants to get it perfect. perfect. She's scared of judgment. Like ultimately, like she's scared of getting it wrong. Yeah. And what could happen from there? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's in, in again, the layers <laughs> here are, there's just so many, yeah. but to the person that's just like, can't push the button. And there's some, some of it is like self-sabotage, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, they know if they put that thing out there, something they could actually get a client and they're maybe not confident in their prices or they're not confident in their offers. And so they're trying to make it perfect. And it's like this procrastination thing as well, because it's easier to spend an hour on a post than to get on a discovery call mm. or to actually get that client. So I find the perfectionism is usually like a mask sometimes mm. for taking action. Yeah. Uh, this is uh this always leads to some, something usually like I always ask people, I'm like, do you actually have a fear of failure or is, is it a fear of success? Mm-hmm. Like, what if you get five clients today because you made a sales post? Like, what would you do? Like, would that really scare you? Would you be confident or excited? Or would that like really be like, no, I'm not doing it. So therefore you don't message any of those people. Like you don't actually sign people like you end up fumbling on all the sales calls because you're just so scared to actually coach. And, Mm -hmm. um, so it's, sometimes it's like a little bit, it is a little bit of both. Like, of course we don't want to fail, but like, sometimes I'm like, it's actually a fear of your, like you being wildly successful. That's actually stopping you like doing the self-sabotage. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's protection. Mm -hmm. It's really, it's just like Mm self-preservation. Like it is the unknown. Yeah. So let me protect myself Mm -hmm. and you just have to get out of that mindset. Like. I'm safe. And, and and I told my clients before, I'm like, when you get to these moments, whisper to yourself, I'm safe. I'm safe. Mm-hmm. I'm safe. Like I'm it's safe to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that those little things can be really yeah. helpful. Yeah. yeah. And to trusting yourself to know, like, I'm going to figure it out no matter what. Yeah. But you got to build that trust with yourself. And that's why it's very hard in the beginning. I don't know who, you know, your, your audience or they're newer or, or more established, but if you're newer in business, it's like, the first year, I think first year or two are, are the hardest because you're building so much trust with yourself and you're building the proof that you need to keep going. But the first year or two, everything's new. Everything's vulnerable. Everything's uncomfortable. And you feel like it's so heavy. And I'm telling you, you just got to get through those first year, that year or two, and things will be better. I mean, I have new challenges, but I'm more equipped for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's a different level of hard that I never could have handled in the first year. Right. Yeah. 
but like, I have so much proof that like, I can trust myself. I have so much proof that like, it always works out. I have so much, you know, I, I just have so much proof and you can't have that in the first year. Yeah. I literally, uh, if you can listen to a Voxer message, I just sent to my client. It was literally just that like, okay, girl, you're in the first year. You're kind of in the trenches and it sucks. It sucks. Mm -hmm. It's really uncomfortable, but like you have to build this inner self-trust that like also I guess too, it's like trust that the universe or God, whatever you think of would not have been called like calling you down this path. Mm -hmm. If you weren't meant for this, if this isn't a part of your soul's journey, you know? And yeah. So we were just talking about that. I'm like, dude, you're building a muscle. You're getting uncomfortable and taking messy action now. So that in a year from now or two years from now, or later down the road, like this is actually just easy and fun. And I make me coming on social media is habitual for me. I just do it. I don't even think about it anymore. It's not uncomfortable. Don't get me wrong. I don't love going live and like talking, like, you know, whatever, but like, it's not, I just know, like you said, like, it's going to be okay. I'm safe. Mm -hmm. And the worst thing that could really happen is I fumble on words or whatever, like, or I can just really hit exit. Like, okay, I'm done. And like, nobody cares. Like nobody (laughs) cares if you fumble, like my favorite videos and stuff to post is people like being silly or messing up Mm -hmm. or having like, because that's real. Like that's you just being a human. Um, and when you say like, what's the edge, like, what's the edge? Like, how do you stand out? It's like you being authentically, like, honestly, that's such an overused word, but it is so true. You just showing your humanness to people Mm -hmm. is what people want because they don't want to see a polished version. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even, um, I was recording my podcast episode yesterday and I fumbled on some words. My husband's like, Hey, do you want to re-record that? I'm like, no. (laughs) Like keep it in there. I'm not going to like spend hours, like going through these whole episodes where I'm like, well, hold on. Uh, uh, uh." I'm like, just keep like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I feel like so many times, like we get on the the phones in front of us and we record it over and Mm -hmm. it's like, it's like, it's okay to stutter. It's okay. We are human. Mm -hmm. Everybody does it. Um, so yeah, that perfectionism really kicks in and that's really stops a lot of people from taking action. And like I said, like those first couple of years, it's like, just getting those guts, like really just having that self-discipline to say, I'm doing this, like no matter how much I look like silly, crazy, just like waking up and it's just like hairs in a bun, like whatever. It's like, they are hiring you because you're authentic. Like they're, they're hiring you because you're just like them in a lot of ways. You know, I know what makes me sad is that the people that are newer in business are usually the ones that don't get the help that they need. Like they don't invest and like, that's when you need it the most. Um, But I mean, it's a personal journey and obviously like you have to invest when you feel aligned to, but you're so new to everything in the space and you're just like, it's like a badge of honor, right? To like dig in, do it yourself. But it's the hardest part of your business is the first or first year or two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think I did that for a long time where I just apply those first six months. I tried to do it all by myself. And I remember being like, why aren't the clients just flooding in? Yeah. Like, why aren't I a millionaire yet? I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it wasn't until like I really hired my first coach. And I was like, okay, this is what I see. This is what's going on. This is a block that you have here. Like, oh, I, this is what I, like, your sales messaging should kind of sound like this or look like this. And you're like, who's your really, who's really your ideal client? I'm like, yeah. oh my God, all these questions that like, I kind of knew, but like when someone's like, has it structured to mm-hmm. say, this is how you become successful in this, or this is how you get clients. You're just like, ah, oh, that makes way more sense now. And then plus the well, mindset yeah. stuff too, like the mindset yeah. stuff. You don't know what you don't know. 
Yeah. And like with one-on-one coaching or like a higher level container, like the integration of the information that you already know is like what you're paying for. Yeah. You know, it's like, here's what I know. And it's like, all right, now let's take that knowledge and like integrate it into how you want to do it. And that's what people sometimes feel like, why would I, because it's the integration that is like, you cannot get that in a course. You can't get that in a group program. Like you can might get some on like a group coaching call, but like that one-on-one um, integration is like uh, money, literal, literal money. <laughs> literally. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I want to, I want to riff on something that you said about like business being hard in the first year, because there is this message that goes around, just kind of floats around about like, if it's not easy, then like you're doing something wrong or you're not in alignment mm. or like, it's okay. Burn it down, rebuild it. And while those things can obviously be true, I think it can be really detrimental to the business owners that are in the first year or two, Mm. because like, there is nothing about building a business that is easy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, I'm not saying you can love what you do and it's still not be easy. Like there's like helping people understand that has been something that I've really tried. Like I'm not the coach that's going to be like, this is supposed to be so amazing and butterflies. Like, no, business is really hard. Yeah. Like it's, it's tough, right? And it's beautiful, mm-hmm. but it's so hard. Um, and that's why so many people like quit because they're like, why isn't this easier? I'm like, who told you it was supposed to be easy? So yeah. please, if you're listening to this and you tell your client it's supposed to be easy, please stop. Yeah. It's not. And it's not serving them. You you will find easy seasons and things will become easier. But it's just like the foundation, the legwork that people have to do to reach the level of ease. Mm-hmm. Like six-figure business owner working 20, 25 hours a week with five kids. Like I have reached a level that I'm super proud of and I'm going to keep growing from there. But like, don't for a second think that that happened easily. Mm-hmm. It didn't that looked like 40 hours a week, 60 hours a week, nights, weekends, like time away from my family. I'm not, I'm honestly, if I could do some of it over, I would and how I built and like the intensity that I I went, but like, it was some of the hardest moments of my life. So know that if you're in the trenches, you're not doing anything wrong. If like nothing is happening or like it's going really slow or you feel like quitting or you're like, what the hell am I doing wrong? You're not doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. You're in the trenches. Yeah. I still, there's definitely days and months where I'm like, I'm just going to burn my business down. And I'm like, okay with that. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, and then like the next morning you wake up, you're like, okay, I'm fine. Everything's fine. I just needed some like, sleep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just needed some sleep. <laughs> right. A good pep talk and some sleep. I'm okay. Uh, but yeah, it is. It's really hard. The mindset, like the roller coaster of emotions and like having somebody like a coach, somebody, whoever, whether that be a therapist too, is like just helping you like get through some of that stuff, like imposter syndrome and the perfectionism. It's like the self-sabotage like you talked about too. It's like, why do I do this every time that I have to do that? You know, it's like, uh, it's exhausting. We are made like, like we have these, our brain is so cool. It's so cool, (laughs) but it's designed to keep us safe. Like that's its job. Yeah. And so we're like, we keep every day we push against 
that brain that's trying to keep us safe and you can't, you got to keep growing, right? If if you do want to keep growing your business, right. And you don't want to, you know, stagnant and you want to go on multiple six figures, seven figures, you're just going to have to continually push edges Mm -hmm. and also reframing discomfort has been really huge for me and my clients where it's like, not everything, we don't have to label everything as hard either, right? Like it might be hard, like actually like this is hard, but like, we don't have to label it this way. We can label it as like, this is just something a business owner does. And lots of people do this mm-hmm. and it's, it's a neutral thing. I don't need to make it bigger, right? Having a difficult conversation with my client. Yeah. It's uncomfortable, but like, this isn't like earth shattering new, ever, nobody's ever experienced this before. It's like motherhood, right? Yeah. hundred percent. It's like, <laughs> Like I hate changing diapers, but I got to do it every day. So I might as well stop like, you know, having a little mini, you know, fit. I don't anymore, obviously, but like, it's like those things, like these are just motherhood things. Mm -hmm. Somebody, you know, spilled the milk. Like this isn't a big deal. These are just things that happen because you're a mother Mm -hmm. and you have small children. Mm -hmm. But that's a practice. That's a choice, right? To be like, this isn't a big deal. Like even telling yourself that, not gaslighting yourself, but just like bringing yourself back to like, this is just being a business owner and this is what comes with it. And like, I don't have to make it more than it is. It has been helpful to me. I had one of my uh, coaches recently, we were talking about uh, refunds and it was like, do you think it's not normal to have a refund? And I'm like, well, I don't, I don't want them ever. Right. Like we were just like having an open conversation. She's like, but it's normal though. Right. Like every business, every small business owner, everybody who has a business is going to get a refund at some point or going to have somebody ask for a refund. Is that weird? And I was just like, you're right. It's just a part of owning a business. Yeah. A payment default. It doesn't feel good. Like, no. no. And that's the thing. It doesn't have to feel good, but it can be like, I watched some of you know, in these bigger Facebook groups, somebody's yeah. like freaking out because somebody defaulted on a payment. And I'm like, yeah, honey, that sucks. But you're a business <laughs> owner, right? Or they're like, I can't yeah. believe these 3% credit card fees that I'm yeah. getting. Like, and I'm like, dude, yeah. part of being a business owner, mm-hmm. you know? And so there's things that you're just got the, the hard conversation, the firing of clients, the like, all of that is, is unfortunately normal, or maybe I shouldn't say, unfortunately, see like, how are you phrasing? (laughs) They are normal. Mm -hmm. And honestly, they build, uh, I want to say character, but like they build so much like resiliency and trust in yourself because when you deal with hard, hard things Mm -hmm. and you get through them, that trust in yourself builds that like, I did it. I learned so much from it, especially as a coach, you going through those hard things is like such teachable moments for your clients. And like, it sucks, but those hard things, like I've been able to bring back and be like, I got through it and here's how I did it. And here's maybe how I would have done it differently. Yeah. Well, I even think about like, you know, when I get a refund, I'm like, I would never be able to coach my clients through that if I never have had one myself. Right. So yeah. same, same exact thing. It's like, I know these are just teachable moments that the, the universe is like, sorry, we're doing this to you today, but like sucks. We have to do this yeah. to you. And it's like, oh, now I know how to get through this. And once again, the self-trust to know that the next time it does happen or if it happens, I'm going to be okay. Like I know how to handle it over and over and over yeah. again. Yeah. Um, so I think so many of that fear of like, oh, this is uh, like making me feel, I don't want to ever feel this way again. I'm like, it's going to be okay though. It's just a feeling. Yeah. I mean, and we can't protect ourselves from everything. I mean, we could, yeah. 
it's like, okay, what's the alternative? Sometimes I ask people that when they're like actually wanting to bring their business down, like, okay, (laughs) what are you going to (laughs) do? Yeah. You ready to go get a nine to five? You think that's going to be amazing and fulfilling? No. Right. And so (laughs) that saying, right. Like pick your hard, choose your hard. Although like, I think people overuse it. It sometimes it's true. It's like, we are live. We are humans living a human experience that is wildly imperfect, and so much of the way the world is, we cannot control. And so, there's going to be pain, and there's going to be heartache, and there's going to be hard days. And like, you literally cannot help that. It's mm-hmm. just the way that you react to it. It's the only thing you control. Mm-hmm. Like, pick your heart. Like, yeah, this sucks sometimes, but like, I'd much rather be making this money than not. Yeah. What would I be doing? <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, I even think too, like I'm able to go to all of my children's school functions. I can take yeah. them to all their doctor's appointments. I get to like sleep in and stay up late reading books. Like there's all of like the, the when I think of like, what am I really grateful for in my business? I get to like literally do whatever I want to do. I get to schedule things around clients and, yeah. you know, social media stuff. You know, it's like, so yes, there's days where it's like, I'm going to burn this down, but I'm also like, wow, if I had to wake up right now and it's, you know, 30 degrees outside, there's, it's snowing at the drive to a job. Like, no, thank you. No, thank yeah. you. Um, yeah. No, so you. there's, yeah, there's definitely, like I said, there's days where you have to be like, okay, let's bring it back. Let's mm-hmm. bring it back. Yeah. You are fine. Everything's fine. And, um, you have an amazing life. <laughs> like That's what going on. Yeah. Like, just bring it back, bring it back. Um, I don't any last words of wisdom, Peggy. I love picking your brain about all this stuff. This is so fun for me. It this is, is like fun. my favorite part. <laughs> I love conversations. Um, last little bit of wisdom. I think moving into, I don't know when this is going to be airing, but right now, you know, it's 2022. We're moving into 2023, moving into a new year, get some clarity. Like it's, it's hard to do anything without clarity around like your vision like your big vision, what is your life? Like, what do you want your life to look like? The big, yeah. And like a business vision. What do you want your business to look like? That's your, that's the filter that you run all your decisions through. That's what keeps you going. That's what makes things clear. Um, and when you have clarity, you can take action without clarity. It's just, you're going to be throwing spaghetti at the wall and wondering, I mean, cause you could, you could market an hour a day, but without the clarity behind it, like, it's just not, like, don't just don't do it yeah. <laughs> Know where you're headed first. Um, so clarity is the really, really big one. And the second piece of advice is find like, what do you desire most? Because people have their, your, their feet in a lot of different camps, right? They're targeting lots of different ideal clients and they're offering a lot of different things. And that's good. Like, I'm not going to tell you, you can't build a business that way, but it can take more time to build a business that way because there's lack of clarity in your marketing. So if your goal in 2023 is to make a lot of money and not work a lot, then niche down. Mm-hmm. You can always branch out. But if when you are smaller, you really focusing in on a specific ideal client and a specific, like, I want to be known for, which is also like another little nugget there. What do you want to be known for? Mm-hmm. And focusing in on that. I want to be known as a marketing coach and I have three offers and that's what I'm selling. You're going to make more money and you're going to work less. Um, so if your goal is to do that, then niche in mm-hmm. and you're not leaving money on the table. 
<laughs> I know that's a fear, but like you're not, you're not leaving money on the table. If you niche, you're, you're calling more in for sure. And there might be a transition period, but if your goal is to make more money, niche in, simplify, streamline, get clear. I have like two core offers. That's all you need. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I don't have other things that I offer here and there, but you don't need a lot of things to make a lot of money. Yeah. hundred percent. Like I literally just sell a thing really. Like when I think about it, it's like, this is it. This is all I really need to be selling. And then obviously throughout the year, I sprinkle in some other things. So they're Earth. random, but like, yeah, like I, and I tell my clients this all the time, like, just get good at selling one thing and yes. then you can start selling other stuff. Yeah. Um, but people as your audience on- grows, as your visibility mm-hmm. grows, like these big, big coaches that are selling lots of different things, like they're at a different stage than you, you doing that with a thousand followers isn't going to work. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, I'm not saying it won't ever work. But like there's stages for a reason to get really good at one thing. That's how these people grow. They get got good at really one good one good thing. They kept moving forward and they kept adding. And now they're like a personal brand that offers lots of different things. Mm -hmm. You want to do that right out the gate? Good luck. (laughs) I don't want to coach you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because it would be so difficult. Not because like I don't care, right? But it'd be so difficult. It's so difficult to to market and be successful. Doing a lot of things. Yeah. Well, Peggy, how can people find you? Tell or obviously too, I want people to know more about your coaching services. Like what do you offer? Um, so I offer right now the best way to work with me is through Grow Business and Marketing Academy. It's a hybrid program, hybrid group program. So you get like a course and get group calls of private Facebook group. Um, and that is designed to help you streamline your business build a scalable business model so you can make more and work less. So we really hone in on what you want to be known for mm-hmm. and build a business off of that map, that clarity and build a business that you literally can scale no matter what, right? It doesn't literally doesn't matter what you are offering. If it's done for you or it's coaching, you can create a scalable business model off of that. So I teach that in Grow Business and Marketing Academy. Um, and then I have Scale the Inner Circle, which is like my mastermind. Um, and that's for the person that has the foundation most people have gone through Grow Business and Marketing Academy, although it's not a prerequisite, but it's for the person that, you know, they're they're at five, 10K months and they want to keep going um, and they want the personalized help. But those are my two main core offers. Um, and you can find me on Instagram. I hang on Instagram all the time. Peggy Rage James, the one and the only, literally. <laughs> yeah. The um, one and only. Yeah. And then my website has all my stuff, PeggyRageJames.com. But yeah. Perfect. Come hang out with me. Yay. Well, thank you, Peggy. I I will have you on again. There's so many more things that I want to talk to you about. I know it's this, the mindset stuff is so fun for me. So, well, thank you, Peggy. And thank you everyone for listening today. Please check out Peggy's Instagram page and our website. Um, if you have more questions, I'm sure, um, put it in the comments. Um, uh, I'll be posting this on Instagram and stuff too. So thank you guys so, so much. Thank you for listening to the Ambitious Coach Podcast today. A couple favors before you go. If you found this episode helpful, please take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Most importantly, don't forget to tag me at Allison Henderson underscore coach. That's A-L-L-I-S-O-N Henderson underscore coach. And lastly, please take a minute to rate this episode and leave a raving review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Okay, ambition is great, but it's time to get to work. Take action and commit to being 1% better every day. 
Once again, thank you for tuning in and I will see you again next week. 